focusing on an emerging generation of kings. Kings chapter 4, this morning we are serving it how? How are we serving it? Second Kings. So I'm not going to be teaching today, I'm going to be preaching, exhorting, and prophesying and declaring. So, uh, of course I'll share a lot of good stuff and deep stuff as well, but I want your spirit, not just your mind, to be open. Um, it's been very revelation heavy but i want to activate certain things today what that means is if there are barriers in your mind or struggles you think that you have that will stop you from carrying this out i came prepared under god today to activate that by grace not just to teach you how to do it but to release and deposit impart through prophetic preaching and teaching the grace that you will use or deploy to transform your space. So Second Kings, I could start from verse 1 because it's loaded and it speaks about how a certain woman shuts the door behind her and all of that. But I might touch on a little bit later or in the second service, but I want to go all the way to verse 38. All the way to verse 38. And you would do well to follow with your eyes as we read. Zabakia suntavasi, floscoro sulas, ilandodokom musendidi, kizuvras, ipros kotokula mila katavia zumbodokos, ilamasa katavas, vuborius, suntalimas, kila tuvrusapa, indodokom osulevundidius. I see the Lord saying this concerning this house over the next 30 days. There are three people who are going to have encounters that will translate into economic increase in foreign currency. So this is not just the generic one. It's going to be foreign currency over the next 30 days. And those will be early witnesses because one of the things the Lord wants to do in the remaining five or so months of the year is that he wants to translate somebody's economy from local to international. In other words, new vistas and gateways are going to open that will necessitate you earning in dollars and British pounds and Dutch mark. Now, this may sound materialistic, but trust the word of the Lord coming. The word of the Lord is that you must now be elevated to a place where you are no longer dependent on others, but that you can be trusted with resources for others. And this is necessary because of what we're going to learn today because there is famine in the land. Because there is famine in the land. So certain sons of the prophets and servants have to rise up beyond the limitation and the slavery that the enemy intends to sweep generations of people into. Because poverty is not just about a lack of resources. Poverty is the enrollment into slavery. You have to think about it that way. And so as we preach today, we proclaim that grace is activated. Beyond what you have experienced before. And one of the major things that will happen is that the limits on your mind have been broken by the power of God. There is such an explosive release of rain upon this house. And the stretching of your inner capacity to be able to handle what you never imagined will come to you. 
in the name of Jesus. That's besides brother Ty is the name, right? What's the name? Talk by, talk by right. Please stand. There are things you've not even dreamt about that you've not even thought about because of certain struggles you've had in your personal progression and the things that you thought should have happened after you got through school and jobs and all of that. But the Lord is going to use you as a case study of what he can do through the prophetic ministry. We release unto you uncommon help in the season that the help will locate you and make you weep. You will be humbled by the outpourings of divine increase. You will say, I've never seen it like this before. I've never experienced it like this before. The rain of God pours upon your life. Somebody should send him the link to rain is pouring. Listen to that song over and over all through this week. All through this week. Strange things will start happening. I don't think it's an accident the family is in the house this morning because... He, he can't share his testimonies. But when he said a job found him, he knows what I was talking about. And when I spoke prophetically and said he knows that somebody will get a breakthrough today. You know, yesterday when I was talking about people that have given stuff and all, his name flashed in my spirit. I just didn't mention it. But one of the things that the Lord is confirming today is that you're going to have ridiculous prophetic arrangements. They will be so ridiculous. In other words, you will say things like, I did not plan to be there. But then I was there and a conversation happened. Or some of you might miss a flight or miss an opportunity. When it happens, you will know because you have been told. When it happens, do not sulk and do not mourn, but rejoice in hope. For it is the ordering of the steps of the Christ to ensure that your allocation is right where you are. Femi, the devil is a liar. He tried to mess you up because he knew what was coming. There is, there is a storm of increase coming concerning your life. The word says that Elisha returned to Gilgal, the place of the rolling stone. Gilgal is the place of the rolling stone, the place of circumcision, the place of the cotton. And there was a famine in the land. There was a famine in the land. Now the sons of the prophets were sitting before him. And he said to his servant, put on the large pot and boil a stew for the sons of the prophets. God is recruiting people into his kitchen this morning. You are no longer going to be fried. You are going to start cooking. Some of y'all didn't get that. You are no longer the fried one. You are the cook. You know what it means to be fried in the culture? When it says I was fried. Like you had a disadvantage. You were burnt. You got served. God is reversing that order. Put on the large pot and boil stew for the sons of the prophet. Somebody say everywhere stew. Boil it because you have to serve it how? So one went out into the field to gather herbs. We don't know which of his servants, whether it was actually that servant or just another servant. But it says one went out into the field to gather herbs and found a wild vine and gathered from it a lap full of wild gourds. And came and sliced them into the pot of stew, though they did not know what they were. Help me. Then they served it to the men to eat. Now it happened as they were eating the stew that they cried out as a man of God. There is death in the pot. Poison 
in the pot and they could not eat it. Look at somebody say nothing spoil. Verse 41. So he said then bring some flour. And he put it in the pot. And said serve it how? It's not inside but serve it how? Hot hot. To the people that they may eat. And there was nothing harmful in the pot. Oh my local Let's pray in the Holy Ghost for one minute. Shupretis of Oscados. Ila to combatias. Inglasufra copolia to Hoski. Olombria tos palavugandia. Idebakwa leposia to Bateke. Isopalia tovruzapali and deba. Ishakata sombrakata. Ila bossua pricotos pridis. O brucopoli and the brigatovozilabada. Ashuvrosia Sibala, Antapata Catuvreze, Ebrosulakin de Bros. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Please understand something that God is a good God, is entirely good. Psalm 100 tells us that God is good. In other words, if you were to scan God, do a forensic investigation of the inner workings, the intricate details, the minute details of God, you will not find one iota of evil. He has no evil intention, no evil plans, no evil agenda. He has nothing up his sleeves that is going to try to use to whip you up later in life. He's not buttering you up to fry you or toast you or roast you or grill you or suya you or deform you everything in God is good his thoughts are thoughts of good and not of evil and the word says as a man thinks in his heart so he is well man was made in the image of God so as God thinks in his heart so is he in the beginning was the word or the thought the logos the ideology the concepts of God the instructions of God the mentality of God and the word was with God and the word was God so everything God has planned for your life is good God has good plans for your finances. Somebody needs that reminder right now. Good plans for your sexuality. Good plans for your parenting. Good plans for your skills. Good plans for your future. Now, because he has that, he does not start out good and end up bad. How many of you were in those relationships where the first three months was honeymoon, like everything was hunky-dory, nice and dandy. Everything was tasting prim and proper. All arranged, organized, slim feet, nothing out of kilter right the first couple of months and then after a while they began to show their true colors you are like hey girl i didn't know you were into tie and dye you are into batik this thing used to be plain white lid and all crisp and clear but now i see a patch of purple pain and patch of pink manipulation patch of uh, give me the colors aquamarine cruelty well god does not start out with white linen and end up with ankara or adire if it starts out white he ends up white. If it starts out good, he ends up good. He is consistent. One of the things he boasts about is that I am the same yesterday, today and forever. In other words, inconsistency will deny him of his godship, of his godity, of his godism. God is not like Nepa. He doesn't give you light for seven days and take it for 14 days. With him, there is no variableness. With him, there is no shadow of turning. He 
can bring you to the cross and give you a brand new life and watch it mess up. He says, I'm committed to you. I'm committed to you. From when you are a child, he said in Ezekiel, I saw you lying in your blood. You were about to suffocate on your own flame. Blood everywhere, not attractive. Well, he says, I took you up. I cleaned you. I washed you. I salted you. I put clothes on you. And then guess what it says in Isaiah? He said, I will carry you till your head is gray. Are you understanding goodness? God is not just my nanny. He's my caregiver. He's not just the housekeeper. He's also my sponsor, my Oniduromio. Come on, somebody, can I talk right now? When I mess up, is my guarantor. When I mess up, is my bailout package. When I mess up, he's my deliverer. When I don't have enough money, he says, I am money enough. I am good enough. I'm not only chairman, I make chairs, I make men. I got it going on. Hell, throw your worst weapon. Unleash your deepest arsenals. Throw everything you can bring. But I got this one. I'm, when I'm committed to you, I'm committed to you. In other words, what Sinu God's commitment to you did not start when you came and said I received the life of Jesus before ah, you were born I knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb I ordained you tombs as a prophet unto the nation come real quick I ordained you as a prophet unto the nations and so that's why hell is interested in you because whatever God has his hands on the enemy wants to put his leg against but the Bible says even if the enemy gives you all of that, guess what's going to happen? Though a righteous man falls seven times, he will rise again. My grace is superior to your mess up. My grace is superior to your fall. I can make you fly higher than the devil can make you fall. I am better at restoring you than the devil is attempting you. Come on. It's all good. I want to throw up your two and shout, it's all good. Before the enemy sets his leg against me, God had his hand upon me. Before the enemy launched an arrow, he kept me in the secret place. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he's my refuge and my strength, my God, my fortress, in him will I trust. Look at somebody say, it's starting good. And as going to end good you got it in your 20 in your 20s you will get it in 45 you are good now at 27 you will be better at 72 you are good now at 38 you'll be better at 83 for the path of the just notice what the word says the path of the just in other words the just might not be better but if he's on the path his path is brighter same me brighter future same me brighter tomorrow say me brighter look for two people low leg them elbow them tell them it's getting better it's getting better 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 I said beloved we are persuaded of better things concerning you better things that accompany salvation in other words you are still in your better version B-E-T-A but it go better Oh, 
I'm getting better in my mind. I'm getting better in my emotions. I'm getting better in my mentality. I'm getting better in my health. I'm getting better in my future. I'm getting better in my orientation. As a husband, I'm better. As a pastor, I'm better. As a leader, I'm better. As a mentor, I'm better. As a friend, I'm better. Somebody shout yes. Look for three, but tell them better. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. The enemy wants you to be better. Getting better. And this is still my better version. That's why I'm undergoing trials. After you have suffered for a little bit, when we troubleshoot you, when we shoot some troubles in your direction and see how you can buffer against it, then we can license you and the world can download you because we can make you available to the global market. So Elisha had started great. We see that. The earlier verses of 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 1, what had happened? There was a wife of the prophet. And the wife of the prophet, the word says that there was famine in the land. And that this woman, she said, you know your husband is dead. And that you know that he was a godly man and served the Lord and all of that. But guess what? He owed some money. He was in debt. He was in deficit. He couldn't get it together. He was spiritually anointed but economically bankrupt. He had the ability to house God but didn't have the ability to manage money. In other words, there was something fractured in his developmental process. This is the reason as a house, we're not just trying to raise people who can speak in tongues. We are trying to raise people who can build things in the earth. Are you understanding what I'm saying? And so there is a prophecy that the, the instruction the prophet gives and says, go and get what you have. What do you have in your house? What do you have within your own structure? Because the enemy wants you to be so envious of what every other person has in their houses. So that you are too occupied with admiration than with co-creation. So occupied with what the neighbor has, what the friend has, what the community have, right? That you don't even think about what you have in your house. So what do you have in your house? And she said, I, I, I don't have anything. But I have a little, a little something. I just have this jar of oil. What she didn't realize was that she didn't just have a jar of oil. She had jar Jehovah. Yeah. Ah! You might not believe in an ajar, but the door of opportunity is always ajar. What do you have 
in your house. Please understand something. God did not ask what did your husband have before. Because God is not just the God of the past, he's the God of the present. I posted something earlier this morning that imagine a child being born and being called present and then it becomes pastor. Would they call him pastor, present? Many people are stuck with the God of the past. But God does not introduce himself to Moses as I was. It says I am because I don't dwell in time. Time is a tiny fraction of the substratum of the ages and the eons and the cosmos present within a little sliver of a part of me. Little fraction. Not what did you lose? It's a what do you have? You lost a job. What do you have? You lost friends. What do you have? You lost time. Tell me about that. What do you have? What do you have? Because regret disempowers you. But recognition empowers you. Every time there is regret, you are being stripped of the opportunities reposed in the now. God is a now God. What do you have in the house? So I have nothing. Little jar of oil. Do you know what I said? Go and borrow vessels. Borrow vessels, he says, not a few. Please understand something. God did not ask her to go and borrow oil. He said, borrow vessels. God is not in the business of borrowing for consumption. If he ever tells you to borrow anything, he says, borrow vessels. God doesn't ask you to borrow oil. He says, borrow a vessel. Jesus was not a borrowed savior, but it was a borrowed tomb. The tomb was the vessel for multiplication. Jesus didn't borrow fish from Peter. He borrowed a boat. Are you getting it? So if you ever take a loan, in fact, let me pray for somebody right now. By the mercy and the grace of God, I've not taken a loan since 2008. I want to pray because it's an impartation message. I want to pray for somebody who's stuck in the cycle of dependency, who's stuck in the cycle of borrowing, who's stuck in the cycle of never realizing that there is enough on the inside of you before you look on the outside of you. I break that cycle over your life. In the name of Jesus, you may have inherited it from your physical daddy or from your mentor or somebody in your space. But from today, I release you from the, from the burdens of borrowing. In the name of Jesus, for as many as believed, your last loan is the last one you will take. Money finds you attractive. Resources flow into your life. You will not have to ask before you receive. In the name of Jesus. Saying, ask people for money. You ask God. Say, go and borrow vessels. In other words, don't borrow oil. The problem with borrowing oil is that borrowed oil never multiplies. But borrowed vessels multiply the oil you have. Borrow money not to invest in Forex. But you can borrow money to learn how to trade Forex yourself. If you need.
borrow for infrastructure, not for stomach infrastructure. Borrow for capital projects. Borrow for developmental agenda. You can borrow, take a soft loan to buy land. Right? But let me tell you, that's one level of revelation. There's a level of revelation that says you will lend to nations and not borrow. By the spirit of grace and by the spirit of truth, you enter into a place today where the value you create becomes so magnetic and so attractive that whilst you are thinking about the idea, there are positioned and prepared persons that move into your space to say, there is a grant from this place. There is a scholarship from this place. There's an angel fund in this place. There's an investment pool in that place. Receive it now in the name of Jesus. 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 Look for five people, tell them no more borrowing. No more borrowing. No more borrowing. Puts the oil, puts the oil, guess what happens? Then the oil begins to flow. Because God's anointing is drawn to empty vessels. So even when you are full, look for an empty space you want God to fill. The Holy Spirit is represented by a river in the Bible. A river will flow into any empty space it finds. Please understand this. When it said get the vessel, he didn't say keep the vessel to yourself. He said borrow vessels. Not a what? Not a what? Not a what? In other words, the game plan of God is not to fill your vessel, but to flow through your vessel to fill other vessels. KBK. How can one vessel fill all the vessels available in the neighborhood? Do you know what it means, Lolu? It means that it was this woman that set the limit on the flow of God through her life. As long as there was an extra vessel, the flow was still on. Somebody shout, the flow is still on. I mean no disrespect and for those who might be quite sensitive, please don't hold this against me. But for many ladies, their flow is on for three days or five days. In some cases, maybe seven days. But you see, when God is sending his own flow in this direction, it does not last for three days or five days or nine days. Its flow is still on. If there is an empty vessel, there is enough oil. If there's an empty space, there is still grace. If there is willingness, there is still abundance. Well, I picked up a thought in somebody's mind who say, my flow has been on for longer by the prophetic and by the intervention of heaven, wherever that lady is right now with irregular patterns or unusually heavy flow or whatever it is I pray for you it ceases now in the name of Jesus it ceases right now look at somebody say the flow of oil is still on this is amazing Moses did mighty wonders parted the Red Sea and then Moses died but the oil didn't die 
the flu was still on. Joshua spoke to the sun. Sun stands still. And then Joshua died. The flu is still on. The judges came and they came with the power of God. Uh, while they all died, the flu was still on. The kings were coronated by prophets. The oil of God was rich and real upon their lives. And all the kings died. The flu was still on. The prophets of God were called. Some of them hid themselves in caves and fasted for days and prophesied about the Messiah. But the flow was still on. Jeremiah was the whipping prophet. Uh, and some of them actually married people that people judged. But the flow was still on. There was a hiatus. 400 years, no word from God. But the oil was still waiting for an empty vessel until a man who was sent from God called John showed up. And all the accumulation of the oils of the past were reposed in John. For here is what Jesus said of all the prophets. None is as great as John the Baptist. And the oil was still on. Well, here comes Jesus by the river Jordan. And the Bible says concerning him, he is the one that the Lord has anointed with the spirits without measure. Well, let me announce to you, they had portions and parts of the oil of God. Jesus was the Meshachah, was the carrier of the fullness of the Godhead. Well, guess whose Jesus' body is? You are the body of Christ, which means that the oil is still on. It is like the oil. Behold how good and pleasant it is for brothers to dwell together in unity. It is like the oil upon the head of Aaron running down his beard. Somebody shout, I am oily. I am oily. Somebody shout, the flow is still on. What do you have to do? Keep on pouring. Keep on pouring. The more you serve, the more you have to serve. The more you sing, have you noticed, musicians? The better you get at singing. The more you play, have you noticed? The better you are at playing. Children's church, the more you work with the children, have you noticed? The better you get with the children. The more we connect, the better we are at connecting. Why? The flu is still on. There was a famine in the land, but there was fluid in her house. And the solution to the general economy was in her personal potential. In other words, whenever you don't keep the flow on, not only will you remain poor, you are keeping many people hungry. Whenever you don't realize that you have oil in your house, can I ask you a question? Can oil in your house multiply? Can it multiply? By itself. Because God designed creation to only multiply in connection. A man's seed becomes a child when it connects with a woman's egg. There has to be connection for there to be multiplication. The problem is many of us, we have... No idea that we have oil in our houses. So we're looking for the oil in other people's houses. Don't expect the oil in somebody else's house to multiply in yours. And for some of us, we recognize the oil in our houses. And guess what we're looking for? We are looking for other full vessels. The multiplication power of God does not multiply with just two full people. Because there has to be an emptiness 
which is occupied by faith. For faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things you have not seen. So many of us were looking for other full vessels. You're looking for a full person. Oh, I will marry a complete woman. Well, where is the gap in her life for the faith flow in your life to fill up? Oh, can I talk right now? Rosie was life aware. Look at somebody say, look for the empty vessels. God said a broken spirit and a contrite heart you will not despise. He didn't say a cocky spirit or a full, inflated, ego-driven, pride-powered, pompous spirit. He said a broken spirit. In other words, God is drawn to the weak. He's drawn to the vulnerable. He's drawn to the empty. He's drawn to that. Empty vessels, not a few. Put the oil and the oil began to multiply. Can I propose to you as you pour the oil from today, you will be amazed at its ability to multiply. Somebody shall flow. Shout it louder with energy from your belly. Shout it with your deepest African accent. Shout it louder with grace and power. Flow! God is in the flow. Somebody will get an inflow this week. God is in the flow. Somebody will break an outflow this week. God is in the flow. Somebody will get an overflow this week. God is in the flow. 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 Serve. Give. Support. Encourage. Flow. Out of your belly shall flow. Rivers of living water. So this starts out the first portion of the scripture that we read and everything was going good. Well, in verse 38, we come to the place and it tells us again, there is famine in the land. Have you looked around Nigeria recently and have you seen the famine in the land? Yeah. Famine in the land. Have you seen it? Before they used to say, Gary was the food of the common man. Now, for Gary, Ari, Gary, even if your name is Gary, <laughs> to carry a sack of Gary now, it's like carrying your cross. <laughs> Gary, all of a sudden, people are remembering the secondary school skills of soak and travel. Anybody knows know the skill so can travel? Put a little bit of just a little of guy like ten percent of the cup. Then you put water. That's you soak. That's a soak. Then you travel. You go back. Jackpa. <laughs> Jackpa. Even if you don't have Jackpa. Then you come back to the cup, and you're hoping. Let your strength rise. That's the next song I'm releasing in about three weeks or so. <laughs> Let your strength rise from the inside. The Gary is rising. 
Thank you for appreciating. The gallery is rising. And then there's also, before, there used to be decantation. You know decantation? Where you scoop the top. Now people are not scooping top again. The thing inside, all the chuku chuku inside. Oh, he chopped in mints. Celebration. See that? Famine in the land. A bag of rice is stopping many people from their rice. A lot of human beings now only pick things from human beings. Famine in the land. And watch this. The sons of the prophets, they were sitting. Look at somebody. Say you cannot sit comfortable, comfortably when there is so much famine in the land. Sons of the prophets. Why should I have the prophetic when I'm surrounded by people who are in the pathetic? Why should I dance about the word that created all things but I cannot multiply two for somebody who's about to die? Watch this, people. You can have so many prophets, true, false, and hybrid, <laughs> roaming all over the land and there's still famine in the land. Because the prophetic alone will not fix the economy of any space. I need a word. I need a word. Because many people that are receiving the word are receiving the words to consume, not to create. And so there's a generation of self-centered, self-driven, self-promoting, selfie-drunk people. Who have mastered the art of focusing on themselves and their images. That as long as their egos are fed, they don't care who's starving. But when Elisha got back there, in other words, there was famine in that place. And the people were there, but when Elisha got back, he said, this thing must change. Well, let me tell you, some of you have not traveled, but you have gotten back to your original purpose through this Occupy series. Have I got a witness? You have gotten your mind back, your heart back, your sensibilities back. What you're going to say to yourself is, I might not be able to change the nation, but I'm going to change my immediate circle. I'm going to change the conversations in my family. I'm going to change the orientation of my industry. I will make a change. The prophetic of God is not released to maintain status quo, but to disrupt status quo because the Bible says darkness is upon the face of the earth the spirit of God hovered but when God said let there be light well I tell you by the spirit of God you are going to occupy the space God has sent you to and you are not going there apologetic you're going there delegated designated licensed officially put in position and when you speak things will rise up to respond to the same word by which all things were made I break the shackles of of timidity even me I'm starving who are you again you are not starving you are a prophet child of God you are not starving you are a job creator child of God you are not a victim you are a champion child of God when Elisha got back is that holy somebody has come into the space somebody has shown up here so people may have been dying starving losing their minds but you are the light of the world the souls of the earth the city set upon a hill that can
cannot be hidden. The difference maker, the taste maker, the king raiser, you are the one carrying the mantle of transformation in that place. And it does not matter what hell brings your way. You are creating the shift. You are overhauling things. You are causing things to shift. If it's not you, I'm talking to do nothing, say nothing. But if it's you, shout, it's me, oh, it's me. I am the one causing a change. I break the limits. I remove the obstacles. I crush the mountains. I change the scenario. Somebody give God praise with a holler. Pray that in one minute. Pray that. Pray that in one minute. Drive it in your spirit. Drive it in your spirit. Drive it in your spirit. When Elisha returned, a change. Podia kosila matakwas, ikavuza kotodis, ina basuvergias, purkatos. I prophesy over your life. I come under the mantles of a divine identity as the king raiser. You rise out of the dunghill. You rise out of the dunghill. You rise out of the dunghill. You rise. prophet came and he said to the servants he said to the servant the prophetic alone does not change any place the prophetic must partner with servanthood anybody who operates in the prophetic without understanding servanthood is going to either be a self-centered egocentric person or a dictator but servanthood allows the humility of God to flow the prophetic into practical transformation. The prophet could have said, bread, fall. But he said to his servant, a lot of people in our generation are excited about the prophetic. But how many people are still concerned about servanthood? God will discard a prophet before he abandons a servant. Prophets will come and go, but servants will abide till the end of time. This is the reason after Jesus had operated in his prophetic mantle, operated as a king and ruled and reigned, the last assignment he did with his disciples was what? Servant. Because in the kingdom order, the servant is the greatest. So Jesus did not end his ministry in an anticlimax. He ended in the God's definition of climax, which is to take the lowest place and do the dirtiest work. He cleaned their feet. He cleaned their dirt. He took care of the vulnerable parts of them. He took responsibility for the dirt they had gathered through the pathway of their journey. Because for you to clean the feet of somebody, you are not the person that caused the debt. A servant does not lament about sorting out issues they did not cause. A servant assumes responsibility for even the problems that were not their fault. 
And God says, this is somebody I can use. This is a person I can help. This is a life I can mold. This is a picture I can frame. This is a message I can preach for generations. The Bible says concerning Moses. Now Moses was the meekest man on the face of the earth. Can you imagine the testimony? Are you even the meekest person in your flat? So now, a heavenly survey was done. And the conclusion was reached. That Moses was the meekest man on earth. And please don't be quick to say you are meek until you have something to be proud about. Servant, put on the large port. If we are going to occupy the way God has called us to occupy, the prophetic in you must partner with the servant in you. Somebody say the prophetic in me must partner with the servant in me. So there are different orders of the prophetic. Number one, the first order of the prophetic is the prophetic word of God, the eternal word of God. We have a more short word of prophecy talking about the eternal counsel of God. That's the first order of the prophetic. The second of the, pro of the prophetic is a human prophet, your pastor, who is the prophet over your life and speaks the counsel of God concerning you and releases the word of God, sometimes very specific, sometimes you've not spoken to him, but it's addressing issue. That's the prophetic. The third of the prophetic is your spirit man vocalizing, affirming, and declaring the word of God concerning your life. Those three levels of the prophetic are essential for the optimization, the activation, and the proliferation of God's agenda concerning your life. So there are people who say things like, I don't need any man, I don't need any man, I don't need any man, I have a prophetic word from God. For real. You don't need any man, but God made man to use man. So when you say, I don't need any man, you're saying, God, I don't need your highest form of creation. And it's oftentimes pride or ignorance. I was saying that now. But then you must partner with the servanthood. Somebody say prophetic and servanthood. Shout aloud and say prophetic. Shout servanthood. So the prophetic, watch this, brings inspiration. By the prophetic, I have inspiration. By servanthood, I have perspiration. In other words, I sweat, I labor, I work. By the prophetic, grace is imparted. By the servanthood, labor of grace is activated. By the prophetic, I have the supernatural. By servanthood, I take responsibility in the natural. By the prophetic, I engage in prayer. But in servanthood, I do the works that I've been instructed to do out of my communion in the place of prayer. By the prophetic, I operate from eternity. By servanthood, I am a steward of the times and the seasons. In other words, I am not careless. By the prophetic, I'm engaging the spirit of God. But by the servanthood, I'm operating with the substances that were created by the word of God under the influence of the spirit of God. By the prophetic, I understand.
understand what my mission is. But in servanthood, I make moves and I become a part of the movement for the mission. By the prophetic, I have the visions of God. But in servanthood, I drive the vehicles of men in line with the visions of God. By the prophetic, I have authority. By servanthood, I take responsibility. By the prophetic, I have ideation and instruction. By servanthood, I understand execution. By the prophetic, I am relating with the unseen realm. By servanthood, I'm taking responsibility for the sin realm. The church has not occupied because we are either always drunk on the prophetic. And so we are rich in the spirit but poor in material things. Because the man who has only the prophetic but does not synergize the prophetic with servanthood is going to be so rich in spiritual treasures but it's going to be a laughing stock amongst men. Because his riches have not been translated into value and increase in productivity in the affairs of men. Somebody raise up your right hand and shout, I serve it hot, hot. <laughs> Give me more energy. I'm trying to pivot right now. Shout, I serve it hot, hot. Throw up two hands, shout, Damilola Olua Toimbo, you are a servant of God. Shout aloud and say, You're a servant of God. And you serve it how? Help me go to three or five brothers and sisters and tell them, I serve it hot, hot. I serve it hot. I serve it hot. I serve it hot, 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 hot. I serve it hot. I serve it hot. I serve it hot, 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 hot. Said to the servant, go and make some stew. In other words, the first thing that servant was told is, you have empowerment. Elisha did not say to the servant, go and look and see whether you can do anything about it. God does not relate with you from the premise of victimization. He relates with you from the premise of authorization. Look at somebody and say, I'm not victimized, I'm authorized. Some of you looked at it and say because you were so writing. As soon as you're done writing, even if it's two minutes from now, shout to your neighbor, say, I'm not victimized, I'm authorized. But one of the issues you must understand is that many people in church, some are good servants. So they are not only drunk on the prophetic, they have the ability to serve. They are willing to serve. They are eager to serve. They love to serve. But guess what? They don't understand that they need to put on the large pots. So they keep looking for cups of stew. When God wants to feed a generation with a large pot. He didn't say put on any pot. He didn't say put on a small pot. Put on a medium. He said put on not even a large pot. He says the large pot. Because some people who are faithful in God are small minded in life. He said, when I want to show my largesse, I need a large pot. <laughs> Something is breaking right now. 
something is breaking right now that whole ideology of feeding from hand to mouth I came to break it today because you have learned you think survival is prosperity survival is not prosperity paying your bill is not prosperity that is sustenance that is daily survival you are more than that every human being is entitled to survival but you are not just a human being how do I know he says you open your hands and you satisfy the hunger of all living that's survival God is Obliged to feed his creation. Obliged. They might not know where he has kept the deposits. But so the believer is more than just feeding you daily. He's putting you in charge of the distribution and disbursement of kingdom resources. So he said, if you have a small saucer, throw it away. I'm going to be calling some things now. Shout, throw it away. Small saucer. Bottle cover. Small bottle. Fry pan. Tiny clay pots. What else do you want to throw away? China wear. When I call the ones you want, say bring it out. Large pots. Great infrastructure. Capacity to cook. What is a large pot? A pot is a capacity to cook, to produce, to implement. It is infrastructure for creation. I proclaim by the Spirit of God. You discover your large pots. Every child of God has a large pot. Every industry has a gold mine. Every field has a resource base. Le Potakuba, a Bruka Theater, a Volima Sumpire. Discover your large pot in the name of Jesus. Discover your large pot in the name of Jesus. Discover your large pot. Discover your large pot. Some of you, God is saying, give up your small pots. He's saying, give up that hundred thousand naira job. It's small, because I have a hundred thousand dollar in mind. But like, nah, hundred k pays my bills. Hundred k, a big fat ten. Hundred k, drop that pot. Drop the five hundred thousand naira contract, the one million naira contract. Drop it. If God says I'm done with the pots, drop the pot. Drop the pot like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop the pot, drop it like it's, drop the pot. Where are the large pot carriers? Do you know what they call Agbada in Yoruba? Agbada is the large cauldron, is the basia. You know basia? Not basin. Basin senior brother. Basin with PhD. Like that traffic that had PhD on Friday night. Well, God says, I'm about to supersize your capacity. Hey! Rosamond, come real quick. Lepru Kapalia, Ivo Zumbalika, Entoprasco, Shipla, Tikal, Supersize, Supersize, Shombri Katosiadaba, Lopri Tatakatabuzas. She's been working on an app. She's been working on an app. And she's doing missionary map, one of the third stage of a growth process in the house. 
What can that happen? We're teaching missionary, you know, how do you do missions through your work, through technology, through IT, through fashion, through all of them. So her project for missionary map was the app she was working on. Let me abridge the, the issue. The testimony went through a couple of reviews for a grant. She applied for a grant. And then the day she was supposed to have the grant, she was actually not feeling so well. And then we're just praying and just trusting God. They moved the presentation by three days. She was operating at supernatural grace. That little app that they've not even deployed fully got her a grant of $2,500. But the reason I called you out is the best is yet to come. It becomes $25,000. It becomes $250,000. It becomes $2.5 million. It grows as far as your eyes can see. Every small pot in your life that is keeping you busy, that is keeping you occupied, I break it out of your hand. In the name of Jesus, I break it out of your hand. In the name of Jesus. Drop it like it's hot. Drop the pot. Drop it like a, drop it like a. Let me finish my message. Look at somebody say, go and carry the large pots. Let me tell you parts of why. I wish I had enough time to break it down. But I'll maximize the, the season I have. Let me tell you part of why we don't like to carry the large pots. Large pots, large responsibility. Large pots, many requests. Large pots, lots of attention. Because if it's a small cup, you can tuck it in here. And when it's empty, people can know it, will not know it's empty. But if it's a large pot and it's empty, then you know. People know you don't have what you think you know. Well, let me tell you what some of us are going to do before the rest of the year. We are going to rent four room offices. They will start out empty, but no, no problem. God is going to feel it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You're going to buy six acres of land in Ogu State. And you wonder how we Will it be cultivated? Go get a large pot. Go get a large pot. Go get a large pot. Enlarge the place of your body. Do you remember that this year is a year of what? Shout it louder. Fidel enlarge. Ken enlarge. Duto enlarge. Felix enlarge. Maha enlarge. Esther enlarge. Tommy enlarge. Sharia. It's empty now, but God will feel it. It's too big for me now, but I'll grow into it. It's heavier now, but friends will help. I'll carry the large pot. We're going to Lucky next week. We're going to a large pot. We're carrying a large pot. Can you pray in 60 seconds? Large pot. I throw the pot away. I throw the pans away. I throw the saucepan away. I throw the fry pan away. Large.
Zo patukus of a catalabata, as you bring a talabu by a talabagada. Shoprita Kapala. I still have a lot to preach, but I'm closing here. Drive the prophecy with prayer. Shate Kopa Sulobotas, Ivrakapula Patia. For many of us in Africa, our great-grandfathers, they walked very hard, they tilled the ground. I, I, I want to help somebody. And they, they generated crops. Who has a grand, great-grandfather who has a farm? Farm. They generated crops and all of that. What they came up with was clay. Clay pots, small pots. So you remember, their bank was a clay pot with a slice. We call it kolo. Do you know that many of their lands all across Ogun State, Anambra State, up north, Benue State, are being exploited by European companies right now. Some of them are off record, carrying the cotton, carrying the cashew, the cocoa, the bauxite, the aluminum as we speak, your great-grandfather's land, because they came with a large port. And we have the small survival port that I can feed my three wives and my 16 children. But somebody with a large pot 300 years later i sense a spirit of grace for wealth reclamation in this house some of you will go back to ondo states you go back to enugu state for your oil palm plantation it is your yours it's gonna happen through policy switch doubt or not there's craziness going on in nigeria but i've heard some things in my sacred place Kings arise! Arise with your large pots! You have only 15 clients, but can you put a thousand behind 15? 15,000 clients. Large pot! November 30, 2036. We want to have reached a billion souls. Large pots! Large pots! Kendobosi and Dokovuzabakas. Ilakula Polietaba. Don't joke with Boonth. Don't joke with it. Large pots, large pots, large pots. Borrow vessels, not a few. Can you activate with holy anger in your spirit, man? Everything your great grandfather worked for, every farmland where your great uncle was killed by invading slave drivers. Do you know that what you currently earn in Naira, you can earn in dollars? Right now! I come with a large pot. Why? Because there's a famine in the land and the small pot will not fix the hunger. Have you not seen 15 million Nigerian children out of school? 15 million, that's on paper. It's more than that. Some are conservative and say 10 million, 12 million, 15 million. It's the highest official number. But it's more than that. 15 million out of school children 
are watch this prostitutes in progress they are interns for theft they are bandits waiting for recruitment they are terrorists in training somebody needs a large pot somebody needs an acre of land free school at Ekbe, somebody needs it I release in the spirit now that every angel attached to my destiny and to this assignment to which I'm called and entirely devoted now begin to activate things in the realm of the spirit craze of favors meetings and counters old relationships calling you from shell calling you from mobile saying I just got 250 million 300 million as my package and I just thought about giving you 10 million out of it. That thing you've been posting about on LinkedIn, that thing you've been posting about on Instagram. I don't know what you're gonna do with it, but here is 10 million. Receive it now. Receive it now. Receive it now. Shombakuza Malaba. Piyoms, the Lord has already apportioned people to your ministry and to your work. They are already there. Shinda Kabasila, man of God, this is the season. This is the season. This is the hour. to write he's going to use it to change policies around the world you're going to have some official assignments and then you're going to be a private consultant to high net worth individuals in other words I don't know whether you're going to be legal legal advisor or financial advisor but you have the ears of people of influence where's your brother called you're gonna have the, the ears of people of influence and it's going to happen progressively progressively he says, do not, be, do not be afraid, don't be anxious, don't be nervous, and don't be pressurized by what you think is lost time, or fleeting time, or people going past you. It says that you are sure-footed, and the Lord says that I can rest certain things on you, because I have seen you handle responsibility in private places, and it's saying now, take on the large points. Take on the large pot. Take on the large targets, the large assignments. Take on the large assignments, the large. It says, don't hide any longer. Grace is available. Grace is available. Hallelujah. We give you uncommon favor. Uncommon favor in the spirit. Come on, somebody be praying your own prayer. 
favor in the spirit. Can you drive it, Father, in just about two minutes? Drive it, Father. Occupy. 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 Space is available. Room is available. Help is available. Support is available. Release is available. It's available. Grow into it. Grow into it. Grow into it. Occupy! Occupy! Wave after wave of glory! Wave of glory! Wave after wave of glory! Shapalanto Cosia! Aprucatolia! Ufrocopondele Batila! Into the Shekinah. He's all around. Not many days from now, many will rise from our mist and be on television and magazines. And I will say, that's my son, that's my daughter. You will say, that's my brother, that's my sister. It's happening already. Now all things are made ready. All things are made ready. All things are made ready. Somebody will say, I'll take on the first three months. I'll take on the first six months. I'll take on the first nine months. Are you looking for partners? Are you looking for sponsors? So I don't know whether you have that structure in place, but I want to partner with you for that project. Some of the people you took money from for a project, they will come and say, you know what, don't bother about paying back. You'll be like, no, I have it. I, I want to give it. So don't worry. This is not about you defaulting payment. This is about me believing in what you are doing. Production. Teaching more in the second service. One of the things God has given this house is a large pot. How do you know a large pot? It produces a lot. Produces a lot. You start producing a lot. A lot of clothes. A lot of apps. A lot of content. 
lot of videos, a lot of songs, a lot of sounds, a lot of supports, a lot of rehabilitation centers, a lot, a lot, a lot until the sons of the prophets are fed and they are full and there will be no harm in it. Baliatos palakata. Somebody wave your hands and glorify Jehovah. Thank him. Thank him for he has found us worthy to be containers and vessels through whom he's flowing in these times. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Somebody please wave your hands to him. Wave your hands. Can you afford to shout unto him? Give him praise. Central.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this how.